Good morning, and welcome to KW and the Porting to Nowhere, and holy crap, it's Monday! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right, we're on the last week of January already. What the heck? Why is it going so fast? Uh, I barely remember what I did a week ago, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry for... um background noise here so um the hubby got off work early so he's just kind of lingering in the background here trying to be quiet as a mouse which is weird because he's normally super loud <laughs> yes I'm calling you out get over it <laughs> anyways now we're gonna start with our quote of the day from Eugene uh I can't say this name I swear Y'all miss school. I know I said that wrong. Sorry. Who said, <laughs> a work of art is above all an adventure of the mind. I couldn't have said it better myself. I love it. Basically, the portal to my world is through my art. Uh, my drawing book, for instance. I've had the same drawing book since I was like 12. And I've just been gradually working on it over the years. And you can tell, like, the progression of, like, how I've developed certain skills or how I draw certain things, like, from the time I was 12 until now. And you can just, like, I swear, if y'all see it, oh, my God. The first couple pages look like a five-year-old threw up on it. And then <laughs> as it goes down the line, it just gets a little gradually a little better and better. But, um... It's actually fun to look at progression, though, because you don't really get to see the progression of artists as they go along and, like, learn, like, different techniques and different talents, you know, different, you know, whatever they have to do. So I like hanging on to that um, and continue working on it just because I like seeing the progression through the years. Sorry for my loud-ass microwave. <laughs> um yeah, Sean actually says if someone were to do drugs or something and look into that book, they would just have a massive, massive trip out. <laughs> uh, by the way, that is not me promoting drugs because drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> so moving on to my Thank and Frank, uh, which will be pool slash billiards. So I've always loved playing pool ever since I was introduced to it. Um, when I was a kid, my uh, grandfather had a pool table in his shop, and everybody would play every week. And for the longest time, I was not allowed to touch it because <laughs> they were just my grandfather was like very afraid that the kids were just going to tear it up. But then over the years, it just got worn down from people playing it all the time. And, you know, there was like not a single time I was over there that nobody was playing that pool table. So, by the time I finally got old enough to learn, um, my grandfather actually bought me a special pool stick that was made for kids. So, you know, little, like, eight-year-old me was probably, like, what, four, four feet tall? Yes, a junior stick, sorry. But, yeah, <laughs> like, four foot tall, eight-year-old Kelly is just, like, kind of chilling, you know, and I'm... So I couldn't handle the giant pool sticks by myself. So obviously they were like, <laughs> no. So I got to learn on the junior stick how to play. And of course, like I said, being a smaller stick, it was lighter. 
and I had to put a little more force behind it to hit the balls. But um, I feel like I actually had a pretty good teacher between my grandfather and my dad and my mom and all my uncles and aunts uh, who played at the time. You know, I didn't know all the rules. I just knew like, hey, aim the white ball to this ball, you know, or whatever. So pardon my dog squeaking in the background. Um, so, yeah, I always loved, ha like, I always cherish those memories just because, like, it was the time where my family actually got along. So, I mean, granted, it didn't last <laughs> a long time. But, you know, still, it's those are always stuck in my head just because I love, like, just thinking back to that when we would get along. And that was one thing everybody had in common despite all the differences we had. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, also, a good memory I love from just pool and billiards in general is after a while when I was when I was still a kid, um, my dad managed to convince my mom to buy a pool table for our house. So we had like a standard family room and then there was another family like living room area towards the um, back of the house where our bedrooms were. My mom, <laughs> they actually took everything that made it the kids living room, which was like a love seat and uh, TV and just whatever, and they put it into what was our dining room then. It's now my mom's office, but they put it in the dining room, and that's where we hung out. And then next thing we know, there's this giant eight-foot pool table in the, in the second family room, and it was beautiful. It was just – the wood was gorgeous. The felt was purple. My dad loves purple. So, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. And – um. Over time, we all got our own pool sticks to use uh, for that table. So I feel like I was pretty much the only one to ever play it just because my siblings were too young to really care about the game. And my parents, they would play with me from time to time. They were also a lot better than me, so they would kick my butt every time I played. So a lot of times I would end up playing by myself, just like practice rounds and just, you know, like the corner shots, cutting the ball, trying to get into the pocket, you know, all the works. Um, most of the time, though, like my siblings would just kind of camp out under the table and while I would play and they would like grab at my feet and just be little jerks. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fun having that for a while. And then, of course, it got to a point where nobody would play it because I would either be like babysitting or just too busy with schoolwork or just hanging out with friends. So it got to the point where nobody played it and then they sold it and got rid of it. And that was a really sad day for me. But I mean, like I said, if it's not being used, what's the point in having it? Um, to continue with that, actually, um, Sean and I, when we still lived in Apex, we um, found this uh, billiard hall slash bar that we just fell in love with. Um, I mean, there's a few like billiard halls in the area. I mean, one of them was just kind of, eh, so we stopped going. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> we found one in Apex. It was called Hot Shots. We, <laughs> we spent every weekend there pretty much. <laughs> I mean, despite all the driving we'd have to do, because Sean still worked in this area, so we were I was driving him to... Uh, the Mebane area and then driving to back home to Apex and then Saturdays and Sundays and sometimes even Friday nights we were 
at the pool hall until it closed. <laughs> so we would be out. That was our kind of like wind down for the week. We made lots of good friends there. Uh, we managed to actually, <clears throat> excuse me, become part of the Bar Olympics this past year. So that was fun. It was just a bunch of games and, you know, there was like flip cup and uh, darts and like eight ball and just, you know, it was so fun. And like I said, we made so many good friends and like for a while I got to paint on the windows for like the different holidays, but that's a different story. <laughs> So yeah, that's my thing in Frankfurt today, just um, billiards and pool and just everything in general involving that. Um, moving on, I'm going to do a strawberry cheesecake cookie recap. I know I was so excited to make these cookies last week, and I finally did on Friday. They did not last the weekend. <laughs> they were delicious. I mean, to be honest... Um, I think in my last episode, they had just come out of the oven and they were cooling down. So I didn't get to really do um, that much of a taste test for them. But <laughs> they were so good. Granted, when they first came out of the oven, they tasted kind of like a strawberry lemon muffin more than a cookie. So what I did was I just packed them up in a box once they got cool enough and um, stuck them in the fridge and I ate them cold. Holy crap, they were amazing when they were cold. Like they tasted just like a strawberry cheesecake and it was oh, so good. <laughs> I mean, let's see, I left one for my property manager and she actually emailed me and she goes, oh my God, this is the best cookie I've ever had. So I was like, okay, I'll bring you more. So. <laughs> I brought three more for her and she was like picking at it and she goes, I'm really trying not to be rude. She goes, cause the first cookie, I just inhaled it. She's like, oh my God. And she's like, but this one, I don't want to see him like <laughs> just devouring it. So they were so good. I served them with fresh strawberries, like remaining strawberries from the batch. Um, not the cut up ones just in general, but I think the combination was just, oh my God, I need to make more. <laughs> uh, so an exciting point I'm looking forward to this week. Hopefully if everything pans out, my bestie Jelly is coming to visit. So um, the plan is for the moment until I get in touch with him. <laughs> I get to pick him up Thursday and probably going to, keep him hostage for a day or two <laughs> just because I haven't seen him in a while last time I saw him he was at work or no I'm sorry last that was for his birthday right last time we saw him Aaron for his birthday last time we saw him was his birthday right yeah that was my bad last time we saw him was his birthday in December which was over a month ago so I mean I know it's not that long but still I miss him so hopefully we're gonna get him up Thursday we're gonna keep him hostage for a couple of days you know, we're going to be staying up late, you know, swapping man stories. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Okay. So, aside from that, I'm doing a Critique and Be Freak segment today. This is for the La Fiesta Mexican restaurant in Mebane, North Carolina. So... 
originally we were kind of iffy about trying this just because we have tried Mexican restaurants, like authentic ones, not like corp- corporation ones. And they didn't pan out too well either. Like I got sick or it just wasn't good. You know, whatever. There's, everybody's got their ups and downs and that's fine. But this place, holy crap. <laughs> um, I ordered the fajita taco salad. Um, it came in a giant taco shell, which is basically just a soft tortilla fried into the shape of an open-ended bowl. Um, everything in it was neatly presented and overall had a very appetizing look to it. Um, in the fajita taco salad, <clears throat> um, was chicken and you could choose between chicken or beef or steak, excuse me. Um, onions, green peppers with lettuce, tomato, um, shredded cheese and guacamole. And I added a bit of the table salsa and queso dip that we got, which by the way, that is also very good. <laughs> it's hard to find good queso, even though it's just American cheese. <laughs> um, all in all, a very delicious dish. Normally, I don't like green peppers in my food. And by my own mistake, I forgot to ask for them to be left out. But I ate most of the peppers in my dish because they were cooked so wonderfully and actually added a genuine flavor to the food. So Sean and I had been looking for a nice Mexican restaurant that reminded us of one back home. And La Fiesta definitely hit the nail right on the head. While lately when we crave Mexican, we would go to La Cocina. They're more of a corporate-based restaurant rather than authentic. I mean, don't... Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. La Cas- we love La Casina, and um, we even have one that we would go to back home. But we just needed that small town exclusive restaurant, and that's exactly what we got with La Fiesta. So we will definitely be returning very soon. Hint, hint. <laughs> now it's time for thrice the facts of oddness with KW. Well, you heard the tiny voice in your head, folks. It is time for Thrice the Facts of Oddness. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. First up, the Inland Tapen. I, I don't think I said that right. Oh, well. Or Fierce Snake is the most venomous snake in the world. But because of its shy and timid nature, there's never been a death recorded as a result of its bite. The word fierce just refers to its venom, not its temperament. I'm not like a huge fan of snakes anyway. I know my mom is not. <laughs> she she always makes the comment like, huh, if snakes come into my yard, then they obviously want to die. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't mind snakes as like, you know, if we go to like a zoo or... Um, like a museum or something, they'll have snakes in there. Like, I don't mind it. They're behind glass and can't touch me. <laughs> I'll stand there with my face pressed against the glass all day and be like, ooh, you're pretty. Don't touch me. <laughs> uh, somebody's ringing. Um, <laughs> sorry for that. Uh, second, the female praying mantis is known for biting the head off of her mate during sex. <laughs> And the male praying mantis is known to keep mating with her, despite having been violently decapitated. Well, dang. 
<laughs> oh, and I just had some very dirty thoughts. I'm sorry. I won't. We'll keep this PG a little bit. <laughs> oh, that is rough. Okay, finally. <laughs> Third, if you want someone to like you, ask them to do you a favor. Sounds weird, right? Well, studies have shown that if you do someone a favor, you like them more and end up wanting to help them again. This is called the Benjamin Franklin effect, and he asked an enemy to borrow a book and then thanked him excuse me, profusely, and they became lifelong friends. So when you think about that, like when you try to play that scenario in your head, it sounds really weird, but at the same time, it's just like, <laughs> well, I mean, they're an enemy for a reason, but I mean, I guess, I don't know. There's, there's gotta be some logic behind that. <laughs> Too much for brain power today. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, um, until tomorrow, that is all I have for you today. So to close this out, is our song of the day winner, Superheroes by the Script. I'm KW in the portal to nowhere, and I love you all so much. I hope you have a magnificent Monday. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Took away the prophet's dream For a prophet on the street Now she's stronger than you know A heart of steel starts to grow On his life he's been told He'll be nothing when he's old All the kicks and all the blows He won't ever let it show Cause he's stronger than you know A heart of steel starts to grow When you've been fighting for it
match hits, stick a blow, but blow Now light a match, stand back, watch him explode She's got a lions in her heart, a fire in her soul He's got a beast in his belly that's so hard to control Cause they've taken too much hits, stick a blow, but blow Now light a match, stand back, watch him explode Struggling to make things right That's how a superhero learns to fly